Do you want me to get more coffee? Okay, you okay. get some more coffee, that's fine. Okay, thank you. I, of course, am Mary B's number five son. I have four older brothers, Jim, John, Joe, Jerry. Noise you heard at the beginning, that's my coffee maker, Rhonda. When I need a cup of coffee, I always say, of course, help me, Rhonda. When I need an emergency cup of coffee, I then say, Help me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. I'm doing this because of my love for coffee. Thank you, Rhonda, for another great cup of coffee to start the morning off. Welcome again to Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. I am Jeff. Okay, welcome to Season 2, Episode 3, which total episode now would be 42. And as we all know, number 42 is for the great Jackie Robinson. The only number retired in baseball is number 42, Jackie Robinson. And I think on April 15th, everyone in baseball has to wear number 42 in his honor, which is a great honor. He was a great man. Um, and then we have um, number 42 was Mariano Rivera, considered arguably with the greatest relief pitcher in baseball history. He got to wear number 42 for his rest of his career. Number 42 for the White Sox. The last player to wear number 42 to the White Sox, I believe, was Ron Kittle. Yikes. He was pretty good, actually. Two other famous number 42s I have to mention. Nate Thurman was on the San Francisco Warriors, Golden State Warriors. I grew up as a San Francisco Warriors fan. Nate Thurman was the center. Great, great games against the Bulls in the championship series in the 70s. I grew up a Kansas City Chiefs fan, despite you know being in Chicago with the Bears. And number 42 on those championship Kansas City Chiefs teams was Johnny Robinson, a great, great defensive back safety. So those are all the number 42s. Very, very good number. Very great number. Let's get into our movie review. Is from another Hallmark movie called The Wedding Veil Unveiled. This is part two of the the trilogy where, uh, but she's from, she's based in Chicago and she goes to Italy and she, you know, of course falls in love with somebody and they're walking. She's like, let's go get some coffee. He goes, you know, Italians take their coffee very seriously. They like to enjoy it and this and that, you know, not like Americans that wanted to get it to go. I mean, it was a great explanation about how Italians take their coffee serious and, Honestly, tell you when Pamsy and I went to Italy, and then when Rachel and I went to Italy, he's correct. They're they're not lying. It's they take it very serious. It's good coffee. I wouldn't mind grabbing a coffee on the way. Is there a place nearby that we could pick one up? I'm afraid not. Italians take their coffee very seriously. They never get it to go. Even just a short espresso is the time to take a breath and enjoy the moment. Something Americans don't do very often, but maybe we should. Let's get into the radio contest. You know, people think, well, radio contest, you know, only one, one, maybe two. So let's go through it right now. First radio contest they ever won was in California, San Bernardino. They had a radio station with all the DJs were, they had names Jones, like John Paul Jones, Davy Jones. So they would run these contests, you know, be like the 15th caller and you win this coffee mug which is called a think drink mug 
So, and on the coffee mug, you would have a nose shape, and then the handle was a finger pointing to your, your head, like think. My brothers and I won a ton of those in California. And unfortunately, when we moved back to Chicago, we only had one, one left. And we kept that over the tub sink down, down in our uh, basement where uh, me and my brothers were uh, holed up at. And I don't know what happened to it after that. When we moved out, we lost track of it. Pamsy, God bless her, God love her, found one, I think on Etsy for me. And I have it. I put a picture of it on the Instagram, which is at Mary B's fifth son, M-A-R-Y-B-S number five T-H-S-O-N. And it's a think drink mug. And we we did, we won a lot of them. And it's a great looking mug. I don't use it for my coffee anymore. It's uh it's a collector's item. The next contest I won when we came back to Chicago on WCFL, they used to give the used to send postcards in and you know they'd call your name, you'd be at a certain call, and they would send you these t-shirts. They'd be super CFL t-shirts, and I'd wear them at bowling every week, and people would get really tired of it. But I would also have to put on a partner's name on there, and they would send them gifts. All the girls I liked in Calumet Park, I would put their address on, and they would get a shirt also. None of them ever wanted to go out with me, but they loved the t-shirts. <laughs> put random names on there, send the postcard, and uh, they would get them. I mean, I probably... He had about 15 of them. And I was winning probably once a week. And they did that contest for months. The best gift Pamsy ever bought me was my uh, Sony Walkman. Because when I was an operator, they decided to let the operators use where Sony Walkman to listen to radio while uh, you're taking calls. Listen to WCKG. And this one was, if you're the 25th caller and you would have to name the last 45 minutes of songs, all in order, exactly the exact title and the exact name of the band. I'm on break. I got the list of all the songs. And it's February 9th they're doing this. It was 1980-something. And the first song on there was Get Back. And it was on February 9th. They were, the day this contest was running. I'm like, okay, this is when the Beatles were on Ed Sullivan. This could be it. They're taking the 25th caller. All right. I get in and I'm the 25th caller. I get get back. Then the next song, number third song, I go Frankenstein, Edgar Winter. Then I went to the next song. He goes, sorry, Jeff, you're wrong. I go Edgar Winter group. He goes, sorry, you had to say it the first time. Hangs up and I'm screaming in the back room and I'm dialing and dialing again and again and again and again and again. And I keep trying again. And I get through again. I get them all in order. Okay, guess how much money I win? $10,247.38. So I asked the guy, I said, hey, how come it took so long? He said, the temptation song, I can't get next to you. People kept saying, can't get next to you. And it had to be the exact title of the song. And it's, I can't get next to you. And you were the first one to get in. I said, well, I, I got it wrong on uh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein Edgar Winter Group. He goes, well, you got it right this time. So you won $10,247.38. My, <laughs> my favorite sister-in-law, Doreen, when the other ones aren't around, her first husband, Bob, was home on vacation during a radio contest. So there were some songs I didn't know. Okay, so I would call him up and ask him. One of the ones on the thing was a song called Dirty Work. 
And I call him up and he's getting mad at me. He's like, you got to stop calling me. I said, you're on vacation. I go, I need some help. He goes, okay, this is the last time. Don't call me anymore. I go, okay. Who sings Dirty Work? He goes, Steely Dan. I go, are you sure? He goes, that's one of the only songs they had a different lead singer on for that song called Dirty Work. Okay. It was funny because after I won the contest, all of a sudden he's my BFF. Okay. I love you, Jeff. You're my favorite. Bye, bye, bye. You know, oh my God. I said, yeah, forgot about yelling at me. And I don't need to call you anymore because you said not to call you anymore. So I won't call you anymore. Okay. So uh, I took care of him a little bit, but uh, that was funny. He was so mad, but the minute I won, oh boy. Oh, I'm telling you, he knew his music. The lead singer on that Steely Dan song is a guy called David Gates. Not the guy from um, Bread. Another, I think his name was David Gates, but that was an interesting fact. He helped me. And uh, yeah, that was exciting. And then the next contest I won, I won a trip to New York for Atlantic Records 40th anniversary at Madison Square Garden. It was it wasn't as exciting as the James Brown concert, which is still the best concert I've ever been to. This was so cold. We were in upper deck a little to the side, and he had this stage where a group would be singing, like like say Crosby Stills and Nash would sing. And in the back of the stage, let's say the Bee Gees were getting ready. And when Crosby Stills and Nash would get done, the stage would rotate around. And then the Bee Gees would come out, and this was pre, they sang their pre-disco songs, like uh, Lonely Days. It was very exciting. It was the Spinners. Uh, and at the end, they had the Rascals. Bill Murray was the host. The most exciting thing for Atlantic Records, and remember how earlier I said how my friends would say, hey, man, did you hear that last Zeppelin song? It was the Led Zeppelin reunion. That was exciting. And it was Jason Bonham, John Bonham, the drummer that had passed away his son was playing drums and it was so exciting stairway to heaven of course they play <laughs> they played and stairway to heaven is a good song but i can only stand it once every three years paul rogers from uh bad company come out and sing dock of the bay for the late otis Redding. that was really good it was then you had somebody come out and sing um Sweet Soul Music by Arthur Conley, who had passed away. They had somebody come out and sing that. I don't remember who it was, but they had all these great groups from Atlantic Records come out and play all these songs. It was 13 hours, and I did not leave that seat. Didn't have anything to drink. Pamsey went out and got us some hot dogs, and um, I think Polisage stayed at a stand outside where they would let people walk out and then come back in. They put us up in a hotel, so on Sunday morning – near Wall Street, there's nobody there. So we started walking around and we ended up at that little church, you know, it's called the little church that that stood from 9-11 and it's been there forever. And we're walking around there, Alexander Hamilton's grave is in that cemetery right next to the to the church. My favorite, favorite American. It was It was great. So those were the two I won. And then I won American Teen Idol uh, to see... Teen Idol tour it was Davy Jones, Bobby Sherman, Peter Noon from Herman's Hermits. Julie, Do You Love Me? One of my favorite, favorite songs. Davy Jones, of course, Monkeys, Peter Noon. It was so good. I sent Courtney up there with uh, to get Bobby Sherman's autograph, and she got it. So that was exciting. That was another contest I won. Then I won a contest, which we didn't end up seeing, was the Four Seasons at the Chicago Theater. I won that one. 
my brother Jerry, he won a contest on W, I think it was a WVLN, but it was a, uh, it's the uh, African-American station. When he won, he said his name was Jerome, which is more geared towards African-American name, Jerome. So he got a chance, I think, to make three shots in, down, in Grant Park or in Buckingham Plaza, Buckingham, near Buckingham Fountain. He had a chance to make a basket for a million dollars to take three shots, I think it was. So he won that one, or he didn't win the money, but he uh, won that radio contest. Then he won a radio contest on the same station for, uh, it's called To Be True album by uh, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes featuring Teddy Pendergrass, the great Teddy Pendergrass. Great album. My brothers and I love that album. My brother Jerry had won that radio contest. You know, we have a long history of uh, winning. I'm sure there's other contests that that we won, but they were little small ones where, you know, you win these. I, I won a contest where it was, where was Simon and Garfunkel in, in some song? So I said, 59th Street Bridge. They go, not it's wrong. I said, well, what is it? They said, uh, it was At The Zoo. The song was called At The Zoo. I go, well, 59th Street Bridge, Bridge is a place too. That's a song called Feeling Groovy, 59th Street Bridge. So they gave me the prize for that when they gave me an album. Then... The last time I won something, well, we won some trivia contests with Pamsey at the high school. Uh, it was the teachers against the parents. So we won that one two years in a row. I was a guest uh, trivia expert. Cordy brings uh, me and uh, my favorite sister-in-law, Doreen, when the other ones aren't around, her husband, Dave. We went to a Christmas trivia at a Buffalo Wild Wings in, I think, Buffalo Grove. because She was getting mad because her friends couldn't get it so we get there and when I walk in the guy looks at me he looked right at me goes yeah we'll be asking uh Christmas questions you know trivia and it won't be that old stuff like Bing Crosby stuff he's looking right at me I thought you're gonna regret that partner okay so it gets to la <laughs> the last question okay we're running neck and neck the last question is who sang the original version of Santa Baby I knew it was uh, Eartha Kitt. I'm sorry, Eartha, Eartha Kitt. When I get to, when I read off the answers, he goes, uh, Marilyn Monroe. I Googled it, and it's Eartha Kitt. Marilyn Monroe may have sang it, but he said the first recorded version, and it was Eartha Kitt. I'm like, okay, this is where I get you. So I wait till everybody's done. I walk over by him. I go, hey, man, that last question, you're wrong. He goes, no, it was Marilyn. I go, no, it's not Marilyn Monroe. You said the first recorded version. And I show him the Google thing. I said, says here, Eartha Kitt. I go, no, I know Eartha Kitt sang the original, the very first original. I go, did you know she was like Catwoman? He's looking, I don't even think he knew what Catwoman was. I said, you owe me something. I said, I knew I was going to get you on something. He goes, well, you're still, I go, I'm not wrong. I go, I'll start bad mouthing you in front of everybody. So what he did was he gave me a DVD of Miracle on 34th Street. He goes, there, you finished third place. I go, I'll take that. <laughs> I said, I'll take it. But he was wrong. And, you know, just the way he looked at me, like, yeah, we're not going to be doing any Bing Crosby stuff. They're like, okay. I know eventually make a mistake. They always do. It was exciting. So all my, all my radio contests, I think that one in the Think Drink mugs in California, in San Bernardino, where we won all of them. We must have had, I mean, anywhere from 10 to 15 of those mugs. And we broke them all except for that one. I haven't tried a radio contest in a long, long time. I don't even know if they do radio contests. 
I had one where it was for 1500 bucks. I had four, four out of five. And the fifth one of all things was the Buckingham's remaking I'll Be Back by the Beatles. And I did not know that one. And I was very upset. That one hurt a lot. It really did. It was just bad. So uh, that was the one I lost. I had a chance to win the 1500 and I blew it on a very good Beatles song from my favorite group from uh, the city of Chicago to Buckingham. Other than that, we'll close this out with next week. We're going to have uh, my brother Jerry on where we discuss um, our neighborhoods. We do a more thorough review of our uh, actual neighborhoods, Bridgeport, San Bernardino, West Pullman. It's a very deep conversation we had about it. Join us for that one. It, that one's going to be uh, fun, but yet interesting. We'll go through nicknames, too, of all the people we knew in Bridgeport. That was fun reminiscing about that. Uh, again, get us on Instagram at Mary B's Fifth Son, M A R Y B S number five T H S O N. Okay, any comments or suggestions, good or bad, send them to our email, which is Mary B S five S O N at gmail.com. So that would be M A R Y B S, the number five S O N at gmail.com. Thank you. To my mom, again, who always said two things will make a day go by better. Coffee and a smile. If you put those two together, you're going to have a good day. Thanks again for joining us with Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. Join us next week where we continually talk about coffee, which we all love. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Jeff Balser. The intro was by Yvonne Two Elements. Thank you. Uh, production by Downtown Media Works. Join us every Sunday morning for Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. And you can like and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find our website on Buzzsprout. Yes, Jeff, they still do radio contests because Muffin is huge on them. He wins with concert tickets and all sorts of... Well, I was winning before you could do automatic redial and everything okay oh here i used to i'm watching who wants to be a millionaire okay all right and i would try and get on here and i couldn't get past a certain point on the phone so i'm watching them one day and they're like okay here's kenny from schomburg illinois okay and i very rarely put my glasses on okay i put them on i'm like holy crap it's kenny okay kenny i stuffed newspapers with this guy at the Tribune on Sunday mornings at one o'clock in the morning. He literally looked like white trash. He would wear this pink Britney Spears hat. Okay. And if you see the guy, I almost started crying. I'm like, Kenny got through and he got the thing wrong on, he was, I think it was at $8,000. And the question was what's in the basket on that, um, that fruit box, uh, the woman's holding that, that basket of, uh, God, I can't think of what it is. Uh, the little fruit things. We even have them for Jackson. Uh, they're little, God, I can't think of it. I'll, I'll find it, but. Okay. I'm sorry. I had to go to the bullpen and talk to Pamsey, and it's sun-made raisins. Oh, okay. okay he asked okay, what's okay. in that basket. I think it's cranberries or something, but he got it wrong. So, yeah, but it was Kenny. When he came back, I'm like, 
how the hell? He goes, well, I answered the phone. I go, you answer those questions on the phone? He's like, yeah. You know, just when, at that time, it's like, just when you thought you've seen it all. Because if you knew this guy, you would never picture him as, let's say, a trivia expert or anything. He's on there. <laughs> he ended up, he lost that 8000 but they gave him 1000 bucks. So I told him, I said, do you think you could get a different hat? Because that pink, Brit, it said Britney Spears on it. And it was pink and dirty from the ink from the newspapers and everything. A nice guy. He was a nice kid, but just shocking that he was able to get through. So.